Forward sizzle. We are one different. Yep. What do you got? Canberra aren't making the finals this year. Oh, stop it. I'm hanging up. I've got to go, mate. The bars <laughs> are calling me. The honky tonks are playing my tune. What, what are you talking about? G'day, everybody. Welcome to episode 281 of Not The Footy Show on Warwick Nicholson. I've got Mr. Rob Cox on the line, and we've gone international for this 2023 NRL prediction special. It's it's phenomenal to think that our reach has now got to a little town called Nashville, Tennessee. Mr. Cocksmith, give us your best Tennessee accent, Sunshine. I don't I don't do Tennessee accents, but yes, mate, we are here. We're, we're, we're direct from here. We're beaming back to Australia via the interwebs. Uh, and it's beaming and so well that we can't see his face because the reception's not good enough in Tennessee. That's right. Well, not in this hotel. If I walked outside the hotel, it, it is. It actually works unbelievably well, but it's a bit hot out there today. Um, but, mate, uh, the, the, the talk of the town here is uh, not the footy show being in town. Um, it's not. It's not. It's not manly winning the preseason challenge. No, 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 no. That's big news as well. I know it's huge, uh, but uh, but but not the footy show being in town is eclipsing manly winning the preseason challenge. I, I tell you, I, I think I read something the other day that Sean Penn, the uh, Scott Penn, sorry, the Sean Penn, Sean Penn opens manly. Sean, oh, <laughs> Sean's the next one. It's the influence of the US on me straight away. Uh, no, uh, Scott Penn's already declared that the Anthony Seabold appointment's been a raging success after winning two yeah. preseason games, and uh, you can't make this stuff well, up. Well, well, it, it seems a couple of teams are really uh, leveraging off the preseason. Haven't haven't the Titans um, memberships gone through the roof because they they did well in the preseason? <laughs> I sent challenge? you that. I could, it was on Twitter, and it just says uh, membership surge on you know success. <laughs> And I'm like, please, please don't be regarding the preseason challenge. Click the link. I sent you it. And it was, of course, no no numbers, no reference to actually no. how many people have signed up. So 10 might have actually signed up in the in the scope of the last two weeks. Uh, yeah, that's a third. Normal, but uh, anyway, uh, feel the energy. That's their, that's their saying. Mm. Uh, the other big thing that happened was that St. Helens upset not only Penrith, but uh, Phil Gould as well with a pretty resounding... Uh, victory in the World Club Challenge and Cocksmith as we start the show and we'll get to all our predictions for 23 it's coming this is the best thing that could have happened in the game because if Penrith win there is just no way they react like uh, St Helens did on Saturday night no not at all but I've got to I've got to take you to task on a resounding win by one point in golden <laughs> point mate. I mean greatest um, win in English uh, history mate come on <laughs> resounding win uh look uh, yeah mate that, I'm, I'm they won uh, I didn't watch the game I I saw the highlights uh yeah. on the on the net um and yeah I, I but I guess when you when you get a tight game like that it can go either way and and Penrith have been um so good for a while now at having that buffer that they don't normally get down to golden point games. Yeah. You know, they, they haven't played too many golden point games uh, in the last few years. So, um, but fair, fair play to St. Helens. They, um, they did the business. Uh, they, they were really good though. Very workmanlike. And, and I reckon you'll see a couple, at least a couple of those uh, Pommy fellas playing in the NRL quite soon. I'm glad that we saw them give it to Penrith, even if they'd lost. I mean, I know that Tyus got a try at the end and then Cleary kicked the goal and, 
did a very interesting celebration. It's good to see that they've uh, got some individuality and they haven't just been copying the US again. Uh, what I found really comforting was it meant something to them and it meant something to the Penrith players, but this was always going to be a challenge for Penrith, regardless of whether you're on the field goal a spectrum of they're going to win and declare at half time. The fact is, this is the first hit out for all those players since the World Cup in terms of the quality ones for Penrith. They would have had a limited amount of preseason compared to normal. That's their first run out. The fact is, they got beaten, but it would have been very interesting to see what happened if Penrith had been able to play a lead in game. Uh, yeah. Because that's what Arsene <clears throat> Helen's got the week before against uh, the Dragons. Yeah. I, I, and, and look, I think. I think what it comes down to, though, is the level of importance that that um, mm-hmm. Cleary Senior puts on that game, and I don't think it was. I think he wanted to win. I think they want to win every game that they they play in. But um, I think the extra week for for their you know supreme players that they have in that team to have mm-hmm. another a rest a rest for an extra week is really what he wanted. Um, and and I think whenever he gets a chance during the year, he's going to have to manage that because you know that seeing as they've lost a couple of players this year those really important players are even more important and, mm. I, and I think he needs to manage their their welfare and their, and their you know, time on the field this year so uh, um, but fair, again fair play to St Helens mate they they faced the, the mighty Panthers and they beat them and, they and did. good luck to them the best thing for Penrith possible entering 2023 as far as I'm concerned they needed I this agree. and yep. uh, they're a team that thrives on you know Proving the haters wrong, so they've just created a situation that, for at least the first you know six to eight weeks, they're going to be uh, uh, determined to make this uh, feeling go away. You're in the US, Cocksmith. Uh, does that mean you're super keen for the season, or it's just yeah you know, the way things panned out? <laughs> you're just trying to get as far away from Australia as possible <laughs> so you can stay away from rugby league. What's the deal? How keen are you for? No, uh, I'm mate. I'm, I'm always keen I'm, when the when the Season rolls around, um, you know. I'm, I'm excited to to be in rugby league season. Um, I'm excited for a few reasons this year. Every every year is a little bit different, you know. Like it depends on who you follow. Um, I'm excited that you know Saints are going to have a new coach by the end of the year. Um, end and, of the year, and that, that's, that, that's a long tenure. Well, they'll definitely have one by the end of the year. But yeah, it, that that excites me. Yeah. No, 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 good. I was at a uh, book launch for Mascord's uh, Two Tribes uh, the other night. Oh, yeah. And, uh, was Steve there? Was Steve, Steve was there. The uh, it's good to see him oh, for the first time in about seven years. He's been obviously yep. in the UK for the bulk of that time. And yep. what was interesting is that there yeah, was a group of about eight of us there, different walks of life, obviously. There's a few Bears fans. Even the Bears fans are keen for the football. That was probably the thing that I, I took away is that some of them admitted that, you know, there's no way they're picking another team. But now they watch more football than ever. It was a funny, mm. a, a funny way of understanding, I guess, how you deal with the fact if your team sort of disappeared, uh, and you're sort of dealing with that at the moment because that's what uh, the Dragons are doing: players are disappearing <laughs> well, left, right, and centre from your roster. Well, well, I, I think I think the Dragons for a little while have been disappearing up their own bum. Yeah. Um, that's what's been happening to the Dragons. But mate, I, I, you know what? Whenever whenever I hear stories about Bears fans, I, I mm. get a little bit melancholy and a little bit you know i've started to feel a little bit depressed for them because imagine (laughs) having your team ripped out from underneath you um you know and 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 it didn't happen the best for them because they they went and merged with their arch nemesis 
before before they were. I asked. I asked this question of a few of the Bears fans on Wednesday night. It was like, okay, obviously, it was any team but Manly you wanted to merge with, and they ended up <laughs> merging with Manly. And I asked, who is the team you would have liked to? If like, the way that things change between sort of '94 and '98 for the Bears is remarkable. If you ever want to go down it, um, walk down yep. memory lane. That they're like they're one of the leading clubs in '94. And by no, they played in finals. and They're in all yeah. sorts. And the team that they said and that I was thinking was it would have been very interesting to see if they'd explored a, a merger with Para because I grew up in the Northwest Sydney region and we had Norths come to us when I was in primary school. But that was the kind of the natural um, area. There's a, Parramatta went north from Para and the Bears kind of went north, northwest. And... Mm. If you'd merged those two teams together, I think you would have, well, you sort of almost saw that because Gary Larson went there and so did Jason Taylor within a couple of years. But yeah. that was sort of the merger that I thought probably would be the most pal- palpable or palatable, sorry, uh, for for fans to have to have got behind. But the comment that was made to me was Dennis Fitzgerald would never have allowed that. And I'm thinking, well, he also didn't he want to merge with Pen- a Penrith at the same time. Very interesting. Anyway, yeah. let's merge our yeah. thoughts into 2023. Yep. Uh, you haven't got the book yet. I've only just picked it up. I'm going to read it. Two tribes from Steve Massboard. Check it out. You can find it on Google, etc. Uh, I want to start with our top eights for 2023, Cocksmith. We're not going to spend an inordinate amount of time on any particular team. I just want us to see if we're on the same page in what we think the top eights are going to be. Obviously, sure. drill down who's going to uh, contend for the title. And probably, I'm imagining we won't have exactly the same top eights uh, this time. So we'll then you know focus on the two teams that, or two or three teams that are. Uh, fitting either side. I'll go but start with your top four, mate. Uh, who have you got yeah, sitting can, in the top four? So when, when we do this, um, I mean, when I tell you my top four, they're all interchangeable as far yep. as I don't know yep. who's going to finish first, second, third or fourth, but I think I believe this is my top four and, and then so on for the rest of the, yep. the 17. Um, uh, Sorry, right, everybody, think, I'll, 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 make, I'll make definitive spots for him. It's all right. He can sit on the fence and I'll... I'll uh, oh, no, no, I'm not sitting on the fence. This is This, this is how I strongly believe that Gotcha. I'll finish, you know, yep. the top four, eight. But, but uh, so I think I think the top four will be Penrith, Roosters, Storm, and Souths. Now I don't yep. think I'm, I don't think I'm breaking new ground then. To be no, because I, I I'm I'm one different. No, I'm the same. Sorry, I'm the, I'm the same in the same four teams, different order. Yep. Okay. Um, and then do you want to go through the next four? Well, I'll give you mine. I've got Penrith. Yeah, go for it. <clears throat> Roosters, Souths, then Melbourne. So okay. we've just swapped. We've swapped the uh, South and Storm, uh, but yeah. I, I think there's no doubt that you enter the season. The question for me isn't Penrith. It's not the not Rabbitohs. It's not Storm. We know they're good. <coughs> the Roosters yep. is the team that that on paper should be better than almost Penrith this year. Their, their team is stacked. It's it's just mm. that back line is incredible. And even though you don't have Supernura all year, they're going to fill in with him fine. Uh, they've got no Crichton to start the year. They'll fill in for him fine. They've lost um, Takiyaho. They'll fill in for him fine. Yeah. What makes you they've think? Got lots of depth. What, what, what makes you think? Is it just the, the attacking potency of the Roosters is the reason you've got them sitting up there with Brandon Smith now yeah. joining? Uh, why have I got them so high or why I don't have them finish well, what, first? What, no, but what, why have you got, like, at the end of the day, like last year, the Roosters finished sixth and they lost in the first yep. week of the finals. Like, what, yep. why, why are we both high on them is what I'm asking you. Okay, well, I, I do think that their depth is incredible. Um, they can cover almost anyone, like you just mentioned. <laughs> They've also added 
um, Brandon Smith, which I think he'll make a big difference if he yeah. remains fit and, and doesn't get sent off, um, you know, <laughs> through the year. Um, Sam Walker's got another year, you know, another year under his belt. Luke Keary is always good, but I still fear for a head knock. He's one head yeah. knock away from retirement. We didn't play um, the preseason because of concussion, I think. So yeah, and and I and I think you'll yeah he did have a, a slight concussion from a knock at training. So mm. um, they said it wasn't one of the worst ones that they've had, that he's had, obviously, but he still had a obviously a moment. Um, and and look, I know that this sounds terribly heartless, but there will be teams that'll test him. There'll be teams. <laughs> You know, I'm I'm sure that they're not going to get on the on the TV and say that they're going to do it, but there'll be back rowers that are going to pressure him yeah. and test his head when they tackle him. Um, that's just the way football is. Unfortunately, it's a little bit medieval like that. Um, but I, I do think that they're a better team than sixth for sure and certain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, so and, and with Coach Robinson, I mean, uh, you know, he's. He's he's one of the supreme coaches in the comp, and he knows how to win comps, and um, he knows how to prepare his team uh, to do to do that. So I think they'll be much better this year than they were last. Big reason I've got them jumping up into second for the reasons you've said. I love the fact that Suwali is going into the centres. I mean that's a that's a three headed monster really. If you got Tedesco at fullback, Manu on the right, and Suwali on the left, it's whew, that forward pack does their job. They're going to be scoring points. Yeah. But, Absolutely. They were fifteen and nine last year. They turn two of those games around. They go to seventeen and seven, and that's how um, the Cowboys finished last year. And they were third, a game behind Cronulla. So, if you even if you just give them two more wins, they're in that. They're definitely back in the top four. Uh, yeah. And I thought last year they had some some average performances, and and those nine losses felt like more than almost nine. That's, that was the, the strange thing about the Roosters last year. I think they improved considerably. That's why I've got them up in the second. We talk about Penrith and, yeah, the Coruscant thing, is that the bigger loss or is um, Kikau the bigger loss for them? Oh Well, you know, I look at it like this. If you had to trade one, you still had them both, but you had a gun to your head and you had to trade one, I'd let Kikau go before Coruscant. I think Coruscant mm. <clears throat> made such a difference to Nathan Cleary and the attack of that team. Um you know, not discounting what Kikau brought to the team, but I, I do think that Coruscant was probably your more valuable player. And, and um, yeah, I think he's going to be a little bit hard to replace this year. I mean, it, it brings Penrith back a little bit to the field. Um, and, you know, they're not going to have it all their own way this year because of that. And, and Cleary, Cleary's probably not going to have it all his own way either. Um, he's going to have to learn how to attack without that great push out of dummy half that Coruscant brings. So I think particularly uh, heading upfield is where he's going to struggle. It's not inside the yeah. 20. I think it'll be fine there. Uh, yeah, it's it's getting out of danger and, yeah. and pushing through the middle. Yeah. So Mitch Kenny has a big job ahead of him. Uh, it's funny, they lost Taylor and May to a knee injury. Twitter can be a brutal yeah, pretty place ordinary, Pretty ordinary uh, one too, by the way. Uh, but that's that's the match review panel, just or the judiciary, Jake Dishery, just getting in early season form. It really is. Mm. That's that. That would have been a oh yeah, it's a one-off game. You know, he's not really in our competition. I know it was apparently the RFL and NRL who came to the, the decision to not charge him, but uh, anyway, so he's decisions. out. He's out out for the year. The thing is, they'll probably end up with a rookie of the year replacing him. To Rivers again, yeah, <laughs> he'll yeah, come on the wing and he'll probably win rookie of the year. Like that's that's why when I saw a story the other day saying, oh, they want dispensation for losing. Ta- oh, please, 
Um, and if they, no, they, they apparently can't, want yeah, Dom, they can't get that. Imagine if they got Dom Young early, and yet they wouldn't release Burton. Uh, classic. Anyway, I think they think Leary <laughs> has a massive season uh, and runs away with every pretty much award this year. I think he will uh, steer him back to the top. <laughs> South and Melbourne. Yep. South and Melbourne. Happy out for the first possible half of the season, buddy. That's why I've got him dropping to fourth. Uh, yeah. I like it when he comes back for him. But the thing about Melbourne, and someone said this, they were saying about the Parramatta-Melbourne first game matchup. And they've gone, oh, they lost all the Bromwich brothers. They've lost Safusi. Uh, Kamikamitha's out. Uh, they're going to really struggle up front. I'm thinking, well, Parramatta have lost a lot of forwards as well. The thing that Melbourne have still is they'll get Meany at fullback. That's okay. But they'll have Munster, Hughes, and Harry Grant. They've got the best yep. line when it's fit, as far as I'm concerned, Melbourne. So that's why I've got them sitting in the four. Is that why you're still yep. believing in them? Yeah, I, I think I think any team that you've got those three players playing together in um, the players you just mentioned uh, in in Munster, uh, Hughes, and and um, Grant, I, yep. I think you know they're, they're just so good. They're, they're so good, and uh, you know they, they've lost they've lost some older forwards, which will which will. Obviously, open the door for some young guys to come in. I think Christian Welsh will be back uh, yeah. early this year, so he's going to be fit, and and he's he's such a good player for them. Um, so I, I I can't I can't discount the Storm based on you know we haven't really seen much of them yet, and and we're making very bold predictions before before mm-hmm. a game before a game started. But um, you know. I, I I just can't I just can't say that they're not going to be in the top four. I just think that they're yeah. they're brilliantly coached and and uh, a great administered club. They they've brought players through that you've never heard of before that have been world beaters. And um, I think they're just going to keep doing that while Ever Bellamy's there anyway. I want to see Pappy come back fully healthy. I think if he does, Melbourne are beginning the team that's going to be running red hot towards the end of the year, a bit like they did. Uh, I think in twenty one, I know they felt short in that season, but uh, back into the year, they were incredible. That's where mm. I feel like Melbourne might be. And then they find ways to win. Look at their record to open seasons. It's, it's crazy good. South Sydney, they're the team we've got in the top four, mate. And yeah. five straight prelims. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, Mitchell's a gun. Walker's a gun. Getting older, though. Murray's a gun. Johnson will be the probably the highest ever try scorer for us in, in rugby yep. league. And Damien Cook's a gun. Yep. The thing about putting South in the top four, okay, is they were seventh last year. Mm-hmm. And they had Latrell Mitchell at the back end of the season. Okay. We're both putting Cowboys and Sharks out of our top four after they finished second and third last year. Why are we saying South is back up back up into that? Like I know they made prelims, but we're we're putting them up four spots. Why? Yeah. Well, I, I think <clears throat> just given what we've seen in, in pre-season form, uh, I, I, you know, I think basically we've got Latrell ha- has come off the back of a, uh, of a really pretty good World Cup for him. Um, and, um, and you're also, you know, you've also got um, uh, Damien Cook was probably disappointed you know, he's probably got a little bit to prove. Um, yep, yep. You know, and and Walker, I think he's got. I think I think I honestly think they've got one. I think this is their last year of their window mm. to win a premiership. 
because uh, I, I don't know if Walker's going to be as good next year. I mean, the bloke's about 60 years old. Um, <laughs> I've, I've said this before. He's older than you think. Yeah. Because he didn't debut till he was about 27. 26, 27, yeah. Yeah. So no, I hear he, he's 30. What is he, 33 now? I think he's 33 this year. Right. Um, you know, and he, he plays tough. He doesn't, he doesn't really run away from too much. Um, so I'm not sure if he's going to have the legs beyond this year to be a premiership, you yeah. know, 5'8". So I think they're going to really push for it this year. And, and with Damien Cook not getting any younger, Latrell will still be around for years. Yeah. Um, but I, I think, that, you know, I think the message this year from Demetriou will be, boys, you know, this is our year. Um, Agreed. So, you know, let's let's see what happens. I, I really hope that some of the young guys do get runs. So I, I, I feel desperately uh, bad for, for Blake Taff, who, who I think is, uh, at, at any other team, is a regular first grade, you know, 5'8 slash fullback. Mm. Um, so I'm not too sure how long he's, he's on contract for, but I, I think other clubs should be investigating because um, he, he hasn't really got, unfortunately, with Walker and um, Luttrell there, He's got to wait for an injury or a suspension before he's going to really get too much time. Um, mm. You can sit him on the bench as maybe a spark player, but I'm not sure that's his role. You, you want um, him playing football. Just put him in your South Wales Cup and you want him playing football. So when you go to call on him, he's been playing regular footy. Yeah. So I, I mentioned so, before how we lost Cronulla and North Queensland in top four. We also lost Parramatta. We've both we've got three teams out of last year's top four. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I do, and and I think you'll find they're they're in my next four, but yeah. Um, you know, I mean, we'll go through that now if you want. Yeah, um, well, it's just mine. the final point I want to make about our top fours. Mm. Best players and the best teams. That's why I've got my top fours the way they are. Mm. That's how I look at it. The the abs like the, the best players on those four sides are amongst the best in the game, and there's a few of them. So that's why we've got that. Who's your five to eight, mate? Five to eight in order. Yep. Sharks, North Queensland, Raiders, and Parramatta. We are we are one different. Yep. What do you got? Canberra aren't making the finals this year. Oh, stop it. I'm hanging up. I've got to go, mate. The bars are calling me. The honky-tonks are playing my tune. What What are you talking about? You're a Raiders supporter, mate. I am. I'm wearing a Raiders shirt. i got Raiders mm. paraphernalia in the background. My door's oh my just God. open. So. Interesting. Well, who have you got in? Manly. What's going on? Tommy. Tommy's healthy. Manly, mate. Yeah. You, you cannot... You cannot keep your lips away from Silvertail Seabold's backside. What's going on? He called me the other day and he said, "Look, I'll, I want to get you in for a meeting in the boardroom because in the boardroom, you. in the boardroom, yeah. boardroom is where I do my best work. Uh, yeah, that's where he does his that. best work." Tommy, <laughs> there's some stats about Tommy, and he was on the news last night, and it's like, "Oh, mm. Daly Chervin's going. Oh, we've found ways to get around Tommy not playing. We're going to win without." Oh, I was yeah. like, "Please, come on." Newcastle couldn't win without Joey. Manly not win them without. Uh, as has DCE been drug tested after that statement? He just had his head shaved, so I don't know what that was all about. Um, wow. Uh, look, the reason for Cameron missing the eight is that I was worried after last year. I thought we got a little, we got a hot streak. We got brought back to earth by Para. I enjoyed myself thoroughly. We saw Xavier Savage sort of develop. We saw Fogarty healthy for the back end of the year. Whiten was interested. Mm. But a lot of our game came out of Joe Tapine in the middle, and Papa. hold on, can we hold on, hold on? Can we say his name correctly? 
Tap on the eye. That's tap and eye. <laughs> Sorry. I call him Tapine. I don't think he Sorry. likes it. Okay. Um, I wasn't even thinking that, to be honest. So I apologize. Uh, and what strikes me is if Xavier Savage isn't there for the first six weeks because of a busted jaw, yeah. I just don't know how Canberra score points. And it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. The problem that I've got, this is why I've got to miss in the eight. This is the crucial reason. Don't have him for six weeks. Ricky is going to go with Seb Chris at fullback. Yep. We're not scoring points. The only way we're scoring points this year is through Fogarty's kicking game. And what about I think that? I think those six weeks, Cocksmith, is why we missed the eight. Mm. We go, what we go if, hold two on, and four, on, I think we missed the eight. What about that young guy that did his cruciate? Harley, Harley Smith-Shields. Well, he's, he's, he's a centre. That's what Ricky did in the last trial. He played him at centre and Rapana told him that he wanted to play on the wing. So that's what he's doing. Uh, look, I would prefer Albert Hopawade to be there. Something that offers something. Not Seb Chris. Leave him at the centre. In the centres. Mm, oh, yeah. This is why Cameron's missing the eight. I, I just think that those first six weeks without Savage is just it's just huge. What's what's um, just just I'm just being a bit silly for a moment, but mm. what's um, Ricky's son? Is he a fullback? Uh, no, he's. I think Jed's. Was he a centre or a, a second rower or something? But he's like okay. he's not even in the squad. He's like train and trial sort of. He'll play. He's not in the thirty. Not in the thirty. Okay. Um, so I, that's where I, I would get. So that's I where I would camera you, Yep. I guarantee you he'll play NRL this year. Okay. Oof. Big calls. We've got he Cowboys. Will. We've got Sharks. We've got Eels. Both in our eights. Yep. But they were the four. So you, they were the teams. So you got now. Manly. I've got Manly I've got coming Raiders. in, and you've got you've got Raiders. Uh, so everyone knows I've got Cowboys into Sharks into Eels, and then Manly in eighth. Um, yep. That's okay. how I'm I'm seeing it go out. And, and look. Tommy is Tommy. That's the thing. It's not going to be Supercoach Seabold's coaching. It'll be whether Tom Trevojevic is healthy because we just know. And the thing about Tommy, I was getting back to quickly, is he plays Origin. New South Wales win Origin. He doesn't play Origin. New South Wales don't win Origin. No. Pretty good indication of, of the impact of a play like that. Cowboys, Sharks and Eels, mate. They're in the top yep. four. We left them out. Yep. Eels made the grand final. We've, I've pushed them down to seventh. You pushed them down to eighth. Why? Well, I, I, I look, mate. It comes down to this: they lost their hooker, uh, who I think was probably the best young hooker in the comp. Great. Um, yeah. I, I don't particularly trust their halves. Um, said it before. I'm, I'm not going to get on, you know, onto that whole rant again. But I don't trust their halves, including Dylan Brown. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I, I still think he's. He's got some work to do, um, you know, and Moses, I'm just not sure, is your guy under super high-pressure games. Um, they lost uh, Papali'i, yeah, um, their big. really good back rower. Um, so I, I've got him down a couple of notches for sure. Um, look, I, I think getting to the grand final last year was probably – they probably – they probably overachieved yep. considering what they did during the year. And and I'm not sure that losing that grand final in the fashion they did is real good for their heads. Mm. They got flogged yep. in that grand final. The scoreboard didn't say so much. No, it didn't. But they got toyed with. And, and uh, they know it. There's no doubt. There's no doubt that they know that. 
they probably wouldn't be talking about it every day at training, but uh, in their moments of honesty, when they've got to lay in bed and think, you know, what happened last year, and I'm not sure they'd be do- doing too much of that going forward, but there mm-hmm. would have been plenty, you know, since. I think they'll know that they got they got pumped. Um, yeah, and they missed their and chance. They need to do... They need to do a lot more, and and their window is has closed a bit, you know. In just in in Papali'i and and uh, Marnie. Uh, Marnie Marnie leaving, I think. That well, they also start the year without Ryan Madison and Sean Lane busted his jaw. <laughs> I mean, round one's going to tell you a lot about how the uh, Guppo Brown Moses combo can deal with a much uh, reduced forward back. They still have their two well, props. They're, they're... But yeah, their backs will be against the wall straight up. How much has Josh Hodgson got left in the tank is the big question for them. Sharks and Cowboys, I think it's not a case of us not liking them. And they did a really good job I, last I like year. Them. I like but them. We're basically elevating three teams based on those best players. That's that's what it comes down to. And Cowboys, their best two players are Holmes and Drinkwater quality. But is that Mitchell and Cook? Is that Mitchell and Walker? Is that Tedesco and Manu? Is that Cleary and Luai, is that Pappenhausen, Munster, Hugh? It's not. It's just not. And that's why I've got them sitting in fifth. Uh, anything more on those guys you want to talk about? No, not really. I, look, I, they're one of those teams, aren't they? They're, they're kind of hidden up there in North Queensland, and we don't talk a lot about them. They don't seem to play too many games in Sydney, um, so we don't get to really see them that often. I know that's, that sounds strange, but um, they are they are kind of – you know the Northern Conference kings up there. We just don't see them, and we don't take much notice of them until they start to win a lot of games. Um, well, I think we're kind of discounting Dearden a little bit there, mate, because I mean, we saw what he did last year in Origin. I think he's got some some real potential. So mm. uh, I've got to put him in in my top few players that are there. Um, Tamalolo. So Tamalolo. I mean, look, he's. He's another player that can have a massive impact on the game. Yeah. Um, they've also got um, I forget the young hooker's name that used to be a St. George player. Uh, Robson, Reese Robson. Yeah. Uh, hang on, hang on, you know, hang on. How have you not mentioned Le Chad yet, dude? Yeah. Well, res- I, you know what? I know. I know. You hey, played you know well last year. I don't. I don't dislike Chad to the levels that you do. So <laughs> I don't dislike <laughs> him. I, yes, you do. I don't um, dislike so him. I, I think he's a very good, solid first grader. He's brought a bit of stability oh, to that team. Solid. What a what a compliment. Yep. Well, he is. He is, mate. Um, I, I think he's brought some real stability to that team, mm. and, and he's allowing Dearden to play a game that he may not be able to play under a lesser uh, halfback partner. So, yeah, I, I the the Cowboys are that team that if there if if there's anyone in that bottom eight that's going to push into the sorry in that bottom four of the top eight that's going to push into the top four of the top eight. Or get back um, to the top four because they were there last year. Or get year. back. Yep. Uh, they'll be the they'll be the ones in my mind. My only criticism here, and it's football related, clearly. They missed a chance last year. They had Parramatta at home in the tropics, yep. and yep, they'd found a way to get over the Sharkies in that extra time game. Great game of footy. Mm. Yep. Townsend didn't get it done in that prelim. That's my concern. Is that you know when you need that big play. Yeah, Holmes is stuck well, out in the centres, and yeah. Drinkwater couldn't do it. And to me, your halfback's got to be the one that steps up and does that. And I thought he was—I thought he was averaging that in that prelim when they needed him to be the difference maker. And that's probably my big criticism of Lechad is that, as you say, he's a really solid first grade halfback. Is he a premiership winning Townsend, one again? Again, I know he won in twenty sixteen, but 
again? Yeah, I don't know. Ta- I just don't know. Townsend Townsend has a little bit of the um, uh, a little bit of the Mitchell Moses is about him in my mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, is really really good for you know eighty five percent of the season, um, and then it, when it comes down to big pressure moments and moments where you you desperately need your halfback to do the business, mm-hmm. occasionally. Not every time. Occasionally, he goes missing. Yep. Um, and and to me, that's the difference between the very best halfbacks or playmakers and the the ones that are, you know, still very good but not the very best. Uh, Cronulla, let's go to them quickly to round out our top eights. Um, I'll get your thoughts on Canberra in a second as well. But Cronulla, yeah. I have a concern. What is it? They, they I like played, Cronulla as well. They, they played really good last year. Uh, their record was seven, uh, 18 wins, 6 losses. Uh, they only considered 364 points, which is like 15 a game. It's like yeah. third best in the comp. I felt like they breezed through the season a bit last year and then they went out in straight sets. Yeah. I worry about them bouncing back from that defensively. Uh, their attack was really good last year, but... It wasn't, and this is the, this is a really key thing. I'm looking at the stats right now. In your head, you go, Cronulla scored a billion points last year. Do you know that they were the second worst attacking team in the top eight last year? I didn't know that. But I haven't been wondering about it either. But they had the third best defence. <laughs> but yeah. my point is, like, and it wasn't like, it was like they were like 30 points behind the sixth ranked team in the top eight for points four. I don't know. Yeah. I just felt like last year with a little bit, and I, I, they did deserve. They deserved everything that came their way. They played great footy. It just sure. felt a little bit easy. I don't think they go eighteen six, eighteen and six again. Just can't see it. And I'm worried about defensively. Can they hold up over another full season? I'm not convinced their pack is as good as what it sort of alluded to last year, and and the straight sets losses in the semis. It's something that you got to try and recover from, and not every team does that. Mm. Yeah, just a question uh, without notice. Uh, when they bought Nico Hines, did they buy him as a half or what did they buy him as? Well, the fullback. time they bought him, it was as Will Kennedy's emerging. So he, he'd been playing fullback at Melbourne and yeah. they signed him and then they went, well, Will Kennedy's pretty good. I'm sure we did a podcast on this where mm. we talked about if Kennedy doesn't have that breakthrough, then Hines is going straight back to, to fullback. But he ended up going to halfback and carved up best player in the game last year. Uh, yeah, Dalian did his team to second. Great stuff. Mm. I don't think he'll be the issue I, I, defensively as well. No, right? no, no. With the Sharkies, and I've got him finishing sixth. You've got him in fifth. Yeah. Uh, j- another question, because you're all over this. Who have they bought this year? Have they got any new players coming in? And who have they lost? Here's the problem with Cronulla: is that when you go out and you spend a lot of money, like a lot of money, you uh, are kind of in a situation where. Yeah, Finnecane, you know, they added um, Hines. They don't end up with a lot of new blood. Uh, I'm just looking at their um, transfers. Give me two seconds. It doesn't yeah. come in my head that they added a lot. There's no big, there's no one. There's their no biggest one name is Oregon Kafusi. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, and they get Jack Williams back from a, basically a full injury for the year. But. That there's nobody else of note, and like last year, yeah, you know, as I said, they get Finnecane, they get Hines, yep. they even got a guy like um, 
who did a really good job from when he played, but a guy like Ikevalu, who's pretty good. Yep. You know, they got uh, Cameron McInnes. When you have those big off seasons, then the next season's harder to, I guess, sure. be as aggressive in the market. So yeah, the answer is answer yep. is not much. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. Look, uh, I've got them. I've actually got them. Like I said before, I've got them in fifth. Um, yeah. And if they if they pick up where they left off, and they, you know, I, I think I think the coach will have probably reminded them quite a few times um, about about how they performed in the finals, and and that's not up to Fitzgibbons. Um, I don't think that's up to you know the levels he wants them to play to going forward. But uh, I, 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 you know, when I look at a team, when I look at a team like Cronulla, um, who don't have any, well, not well, not any massive genuine superstars, but you know, they've kind of got good players across the paddock and and a really good coach. Um, you know, I've I've got to have them in the top eight. Um, so I'm there as well. Just a. Final point on those semi-final losses. Mm. They considered 32 points and 38 points. Yep. Back-to-back semi-final games. Yep. Now you want to talk about building your team on defence, that's great. But, yeah, you can't give up 70 points in two semi-finals and expect to no, get but um, the, but, the pointy, pointy end. Yeah, but that that was obviously not not to the same character that they defended all year. Um, mm. um, those games were pretty well blowouts. So we're trying to go, you know, Blow for blow with their opposition, and and they just didn't figure out. So, yeah. uh, um, why why Canberra in the eight? Is that because they were there last year? Is there is there a, <clears> no <throat> no no? I, I look again. I, I'm probably putting too much emphasis on the coach. I, I think Ricky is a very good coach, and I, and I yeah. think he's he's one of those guys that can lift a team probably above and beyond to what they would be an, under another coach or a lesser coach. Um, and I think the players look what, what we've seen over the last three or four years. The players love Ricky, yeah, most of them. Um, <laughs> and <a> <laughs> I, I didn't include the players' wives in that. Yep. But the, the players love Ricky and and do turn up for Ricky. And um, you know I, I, they've arguably got the best front rower in the comp. Um, in who might in play lock? Who might play lock? Well, that's okay. Might play lock. You can do that too. Um, <laughs> I think they're lacking a little bit in a couple of areas, um, you know, uh, especially especially around um, their attack. Um, you know, they're, obviously they're going to be out without their their new fullback uh, for a little while, and uh, with his broken jaw, That's just um, huge. It's just huge. Yeah, it's horrible. It's horrible that, that preseason. This happens every preseason, though. Yeah. We get players oh. doing ACLs, so we get players doing broken jaws or, or or shoulder injuries where they're out for ten weeks or whatever it is. Yeah. It, it happens every it year, happens. but it it's happens. just another. It's it's another game of football. It can happen in any game of football. Correct. So preseason is just that. You kind of need a little bit of a preseason to prep you for the the, the season. Um, Depending on how you want to start, because let's be honest, you've only got to win, you know, fifteen or so games of your twenty-five. Is it twenty-four? Whatever they're yeah, playing. I think thirteen or fourteen will get you close this year in twenty-four. Yeah. So you've only got to win. You don't need to come out of the barriers like a you know like a maniac. You mm. you can kind of jog out of the barrier and finish strong. Um, but I, I do, mate. I do like the Raiders. I, I've always, I, I love their tenacity. I, I'm looking yep. across the, the 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 park, and there aren't again, there are not too many massive superstars 
but they'll get the job done more than they won't, and that'll get them into the top eight, in my opinion. Okay, so there's our top eights. Cocksmith has gone Penrith, Roosters, Storm, South, Sharks, Cowboys, Raiders, Parramatta. I've gone Penrith, Roosters, South, Storm, Cowboys, Sharks, Eels, and Manly. What's the rest of your uh, 17, mate? So 9 to 17, okay. go through it. Nine, 9 to 17, I've got uh, the Dogs finishing in ninth, the Broncos in 10th, your top eight team, Manly, in 11th, yep. the Tigers in 12th, yep. the Dragons in 13th, yep. Newcastle 14th, Warriors 15th, Dolphins 16th, and Titans last. Ooh. All right, I'll give you my positionings and then we'll just jump around some teams. Yep, sure. In ninth, I've got Canterbury. So we're in the same, same boat there. We're both saying... Hold on. No Raiders. No, no Raiders? <laughs> They're not in ninth. Wow. I'm telling you, this savage okay. thing is savage to, to use the old punnage. It's terrible. Okay. I've Keep got going. dogs dogs falling just short. Then I've got Raiders in 10th, yep. Broncos in 11th, Tigers in 12th, Titans in 13th, Ooh. Dragons in 14th, Knights in 15th, Warriors in 16th, and then you kids on the block getting the spoon in 17th in the Dolphins. Well, that's pr- pretty, I mean, pretty similar, mate, considering we didn't compare the, notes at all. The we're, team, we're the team of... that we are missing on by a fair margin is the Titans. You've got them in last. I've got them in yeah. 13th. And yeah. I guess my, there's, there's a thing that, about those guys that, that I look at, and the reason I've got them in 13th is that they showed moments last year where you went, it's not a bad footy side. It's not a bad footy side. It's got attack. It's probably a little bit average defensively, but it's got some attack. They finished 13th last year, Cocksmith, mm. and they scored a lot of points. Uh, they went at, um, well, I scored a lot of points relative to the other teams who missed the top eight. And they finished, they still finished 6th and 18. There's a lot of improvement they'd have to do to, to get a bit higher. So you've got them going backwards, I guess. If they won six games last year, they're going to have to win four to finish last, what what's the yeah. reason that you've got them dropping so 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 far? I guess is my question. Oh, mate, again, you know, I'm I'm, I'm looking at the players, I'm looking at the coach, um, and I'm I'm just not seeing I'm I'm not really seeing a team that can get out of that bottom four. To be honest yeah. with you, I'm, I'm you know again the the bottom four and the top four to me are a little bit interchangeable. I mean, I, I might have put the Titans in there for fun. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't think I don't think they're going to beat too many above them. Yeah. Like as far as if they were in thirteenth, I don't think they're going to beat too many above the thirteenth position. Um, you know, they might jag one on a on a crazy day, but um, I, I I think there's some confusion at, at the Titans with the positioning of certain players. A mm. uh, little bit of little bit of uh, uh, instability with. Um, you know, their, their their main player who who wants to um, well, possibly stay, possibly go. Defeats. Mm. Does he is he going to be affected by having not signed a contract if it gets to the first couple of rounds and he hasn't no. got a deal? Do you reckon he'll play better football before he gets a deal or after he gets a deal? That's my question to you. Well, you know, you know my thoughts on that. I, I, I think a lot of players play really, really good football until they start to feel safe, and then mm. when they, you know, they start to feel safe, and especially players that, especially players where 
you know, with a back rower, that you, you've got to have big efforts and big moments. Um, a little bit different to a, to a centre or a winger. Um, yeah. you, you've got to go out there and make a big impact. And as a back rower, it's a little bit difficult to do that unless you've got, um, you know, the energy and drive to do that. So I, I think I think Fafita will, will play for his next contract. Um and I don't think it's going to be at Canberra from what I've been reading this week. Mm. Um, so that if he wants to stay in Queensland, that only really leaves three clubs. Uh, you know, uh, is he going to go, is he going to go to Bennett? Is he? They'll have money to spend. I'm sure. I'm sure they will, because um, we'll get to their roster in a sec, but I, I'm, I'm with, not the sure. The feeder is that what I can't understand if I'm Justin Holbrook. And I think this speaks to his whole approach. To me, they've got a team that needs to attack. They've got yep. people who can create things. Defensively, they're going to be average, but you've got to go all out attack because if they play safe, he's out of a job. They just they yeah. just are. What baffles me is that you sign Kieran Foran, all right? Mm-hmm. Who is one of the master short ball passers still in the game. He's yeah. he's fantastic going the line and then setting up an outside man. Sure. He's playing on the opposite side to Fafita. Why? Yeah, that's that's that's, that's strange. That's insane. It just makes you no want sense him and Fafita together, oh. like like Lions and Menzies. And if you want to keep Fafita, you've got to make him happy and you've got to give the guy who can pass him the ball and create space for him as much. It's, yeah. Uh, uh, we got a message via Instagram from Aaron Brooks who has already declared that Fafita, forget Canberra 24, forget the Titans 24, forget the Dolphins 24, why not the Roosters in 24? <laughs> We shall see, Mr. Brooks. We shall see. Is uh, he, hold on. Who, who, who is who's this Brooks man? Is he related to the great Luke Brooks? I'll have to check that. Uh, he may want to confirm or deny that, but he's been a listener for it a long might time. Actually, might actually be Luke Brooks yeah. incognito. It may, <laughs> it may be. Uh, let's go back to the, to the top of this, this run. Jogs. Yep. Uh, sure. Marnie's yep. a great addition. Kikau's a great addition. Yep. Gus, obviously. They'll be, knock, they'll be knocking on the door. We did a whole podcast on the Bulldogs, people, if you want to listen to it. Nothing really drastically has changed. I think we're both in the zone of they'll be a good footy side. They'll play interesting football. But I just I, I can't force them into that top eight ahead of the teams I've got in there. You know, bar maybe Manly. That's that's how I'm feeling about them. And for you, I guess Canberra or Paramount. Well, he, the, the, look, he, here's the thing. Here's the thing with the Bulldogs. The, I think they're a year or two away um, they're probably, with all due respect to, to young Flanagan, mm. and I can't and I can't pick on him because, you know, he's probably had he's been under more scrutiny than anyone since he signed that that Roosters contract yeah. and was you know basically dumped out the back door at the end of that year. Um, he's a, he's a player under pressure and and to pl- you know to play in that position in teams that are struggling a little bit under that kind of pressure is probably not great. You know, like yeah. that's, that's not, not, not your ideal as a halfback, but I, I want to, you know, I want him, I want to see him succeed on and I want to, and I wish him the best of luck this year. And I hope he does succeed. I want to, you know, I really do want to see that, but I still think that they're, they're a playmaker away from, from being a team that could consistently toy with the, the top eight and, and be in there. Um, they're obviously a full. I think they're a fullback away as well, and, and I'm not Col- sure. And I'm, yeah. not even, I'm not sure Crichton's the answer to that. Yeah, cold hard fact at Canterbury, seven and seventeen last year. 
finished 12th. Mm-hmm. Yep. They've got to win five games more to get into the top eight race. Yep. That's the hard part. It's a lot of games. I, I think they can win four of those with the squad they've got. I think they'll defensively, they'll improve. But, yeah, I, I just have them falling just short of the eight. Uh, what was your view on Manly before we um, – obviously, I've got them in eighth. You've got them in tenth. Eleventh, sorry. Yep. What, what What's – you know, is it too much hope in um, – Tommy, is it is it Supercoach Seabold well, wasting time? What's going on? Oh no, no. I, I, look, I haven't really seen. I haven't seen enough of Manly to see how they're playing. You know, and 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 see, the Seabold effect won't take, won't, won't be, and I'm talking positively or negatively. Yeah, won't be in clear view until probably after round twelve. Mm-hmm. I would have thought. Um, I, I think, given given all that we've seen, that the goods and the maybe not so goods take uh, take a, a little while to reveal themselves. Um, so you know, I'm not. I'm sure Seabold knows the game. There's, there's no doubt that he's he's a uh, he's a um, a student of the game. He knows the game. This is his this is his kind of opportunity now to be a, a coach going forward or to not. And mm. and if the manly players who we know can be a little bit sensitive to certain things, don't like him, this will be the end of, this will be the end of him. We, oh, he'll yeah. probably end up in rugby union. So, um, and I don't want to see that. I don't, you know, I don't particularly want to death ride a bloke I don't even know. But um, we'll see, we'll see how, how it goes forward. All I can really go on here is the players. If Tommy's fit, they're a lot more chance of finishing higher than, than where I've picked them. But he needs to be fit for the season. He needs to yep. be fit and play you know he's played he's played not many games in the last two years. Uh, Manly need him to play seventy percent of the games that are available to him. Um, you know to 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 have his have, have his fingerprints on a, on what could be a successful year. Um, if his fingerprints aren't on it, I don't think they're going to have a very successful year. Here's the stat: Manly last year nine wins, fifteen losses, but they lost their last seven. They were nine and eight. That's why I've yep. got them sitting back in the eight, is that they weren't abysmal last year until the end of the season, and then they fell off the map. Tommy didn't play any yep. of those games. Uh, so you've got them 11th. Uh, Brisbane, we've done a pot on them already. If you want to listen to that, it's on the channel. Uh, Adam Reynolds' hamstrings. He yeah. plays He plays 20... He plays all their games, they make the eight, and he ain't playing all their games. It's not no, he don't, I don't think they make the eight if he plays all their games, mate. Um, they're a five-eighth yep. five and a hooker away. Um, you know, they. I think there's other issues. Um, I think obviously it's a very political club. Mm. The Broncos, you know, the, you know, they're they're used to a level of success historically, um, which they're not seeing at the moment, and. I'm, you know, I'm still weirded out that when a player like Coruscant comes up for, you know, that they don't chase him. The Tigers they, get they've him. They've got a kid called Tigers. Blake Moser is the one that they're putting all their faith in. He's 19, 18. Well, 19. I, yeah, but he, he's probably, you know, let's see how he goes. But he, he's probably not going to be the difference maker this year. No. Um, and I, and, and, him, and yeah, yeah. And and to have the coach's son that we've has been well discussed. In there, who's who's you know? I mean, he's serviceable. To, he's serviceable. He's serviceable, but but he's a journeyman at best. Yeah, he's a journeyman at best. And I actually, think he's playing um, his best position. I think he's more of a nine than he is a six. But 
he you might know, be, he's but warming I think the seat a, for Moser. I, I think he's a fourteen, not a nine. I think yeah. he's a, a player that can probably come off and give you, you know, come on and give you ten or fifteen minutes here and there that'll give you your number one raker a, a, you know, a breather. But uh, hey, uh, and Adam Reynolds, Adams, you know, Adams. Uh, a, a work in progress. We don't know if he's going to play. You don't know from week to week with him how he's going to come up. What he is, I think, he's a future coach. Um, but, you know, that's not helping him now. Uh, or probably is helping him a little bit, you know, considering... Final point on Brisbane knowledge we on. We've got some other teams you have to run to. But mm. does Reese Reese? I can never say his first name properly, into the W. Reese Walsh thrive... Mm. Or uh, wither under the spotlight because he's been I, playing well, mate, out of it for the last two years. I think I think there's going to be an issue there. I think Cobo's going to want to play fullback, and I think Reese Walsh will want to play fullback, and two don't fit into one. And good luck, there's going to be an issue. <laughs> good there's luck, going to be Kevin. an issue. Uh, we've done Tigers pod, uh, yeah. plenty on that. Turnover of the roster, new coach, new coaching staff. Yep. yep. I think we've both got him in twelfth. To me, that yeah, is the up point. That's the high point. They're not going any higher than that. I don't think. I don't think that side is strong enough. But I want to see moments that say, "Yeah, we went from four wins in the spoon to eight wins, or maybe ten wins." And to me, that gets them into the into that twelfth spot, no higher. I don't think that. Yeah, uh, mate. I, I'd, I'd look at their their coach, who's who's been a wonderful coach in football in rugby league for a long time, um, on and off. Uh, obviously, a great student of the game as well. I'm not sure how his game is going to translate into 2023. Mm-hmm. I hope it's I hope it works for him. I, I think on the field, you know, their, their spine isn't strong, yeah. um, and and that's probably going to count against them, to be honest with you. They're in certain other areas, in their forward pack, they've done a, a great job of rebuilding, but they um, they need to, you know, work on on some some incoming players for that spine. I noticed uh, this week they missed out on Mitchell Moses, who didn't go for the, the bigger offer back to go to the Tigers. And, and I think... Um, well done to both of the, the, the to both the Tigers and for Mitchell because it showed that maybe Mitchell, in the short term anyway, isn't just thinking about the money. Mm. Um, and secondly, I, I think the Tigers did well not to get Mitchell Moses back because I, I think he, he's had his time at the Tigers and I, and I think it's time for, for them to look somewhere else. They did re-up Adam Dewey, so that was interesting. Uh, let's go to your team. Let's go to your team. We've done – if you want a Tigers deep dive, it's – on a yep. podcast, grab it. Dragons. Dragons. You've got them in 13th. I've got them in 14th. And the only reason I have them in 14th is out of respect for Ben Hunt. Okay. Ben Hunt, everything everything is built on Ben Hunt this year, which when you take when you take into consideration that he will more than likely, uh, you know, uh, unbackable odds be in the Queensland team unless he's injured, mm. um, they'll be without him for three to four games. Um, because of that, which doesn't bode well for for the Dragons, um, they'll struggle to win any of those games. I would imagine, unless they're playing the Dolphins three times. Um, I mate, all over the park. They need reinforcements. They don't have them. Um, they're a bit of a shambles. Kids. Needs to play they're the kids. Bit... Needs to play. Well, he's the just kids. he's just he's destroyed one. Sloan has no <laughs> confidence. Uh, I don't know. Who is it else you... is it in by time at fullback again? Uh, I, I don't. Well, it I, has to be. 
Oh, I can't, I can't keep talking about it. That, I, I didn't see the charity shield. I'm glad I didn't, for your sake. Yeah, uh, I saw highlights. They were 12 and 12 last year, so I haven't got them going all the way to the bottom, even though I didn't rate them going into last year. Uh, 8 and 14. Eight, so 8 and 16 yep. probably is more of the area, and that's about 14th. Uh, yep. Then we've got the three teams, I think, that we've sort of said are in the, the same category. Yep. It's Knights, Warriors, and Dolphins. I got Dolphins last. Uh, the only team you've got beyond those three sides is the Titans. Very yep. quickly... What's 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 going to go wrong at Newcastle? Uh, Ponga won't work out at six. Um, yeah, making twenty five tackles a game, I can tell you that. But I no. but uh, you know, mate, he's going to get knocked out if he does. He's got yeah. a glass jaw anyway. We've spoken about that. Um, I, I I think the the coach is under immense pressure, um, and he he isn't Robinson Crusoe either. There's a couple in the comp that are uh, as well under immense pressure, and coaches make. Sometimes rash decisions under pressure. Very rarely does it work out well for them. Um, you know, at least in the medium to long term, it might it might get them through a game here and there. But yeah, I I don't see the Knights doing much. Um, again, hope I'm wrong. There's a few players in that team I really like. Um, uh, Jackson Hastings being one of them. I think he was hard done by last year, as we've spoken about, or as, as I've spoken about. Yeah. Um, but. We'll see. They're, they're, they're one of those teams you don't know which Newcastle are going to turn up. But I'll tell you which Newcastle probably won't turn up, and that's the Newcastle that are going to beat anyone in the top eight. Um, so, yeah. I, I, what I don't what does it say fun. about O'Brien that he goes and buys two Englishmen for 24 and then his current Englishman decides to go play for the Roosters? Uh, I don't know if you can read too much into O'Brien on that. Obviously, it doesn't read well for him, but I, I think... Um, I think uh, Coach Robinson, you know, basically uh, cornered Mr. Young and had a... a <laughs> what does he buy him? Where does he take him? What restaurant? I, I, I want to go to this know. restaurant because you owe me dinners I'm, and I want to go I'm, to the restaurant. <laughs> I'm not sure which restaurant is. Whatever it is, I'm sure I can't afford it, um, <laughs> especially after the last week I've had in Nashville. But um, uh, I, I think I think uh, there must have been a twinkle in, in the eye and, and Dom Young's fallen for it, hook, line and sinker, and he's now going to be a rooster for 2024. In fact, I hear they're trying to get in for 23. <laughs> How unlike the roosters is that? Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, Warriors, uh, and I'm going to put Dolphins in the same category. Hmm. It's going to be a very, very long year in the land of the long white cloud. At least they're playing there. To me, they've got three quality players in Tohu Harris, Vanilla Blake and Sean Johnson. and that's it. Uh, yep. I just can't see them winning a significant portion of their game. It's going to be a, a tough year. And I just want to know where this, where's the salary cap being spent in New Zealand? I have no idea. I can't so, tell you. I can't tell you, mate. Anything uh, to I mean, add unless... on those guys or not? And I don't uh, want to be rude. But... No, no, no. I, mate, I, look, they're another team that I really want to see do well. I, I, I You know, I, there's not too many teams I want to see fail, yep. to be honest. Um, but... I look at their roster um, and there's not much doing. Um, a lot of young guys, a lot of guys you never heard of and a lot of guys you'll never hear of again as well. Um, and a rookie coach. I mean, what does that add up to? It either adds up to me looking totally silly by saying this or it adds up to bottom three. That's yeah. what it's, and I think that's what's going to be. Let's go to Redcliffe. Now, we probably should have done a pot on them and their roster given their new team. I apologise. But... Wayne Bennett took this job, as far as I'm concerned, because he could, not because he wanted to. And you could be right. Yep. 
they're in a lot of hurt because they've had 12 months to build a roster. And I'm of the firm belief that pretty much 98% of that roster is made up of players that other teams were happy to let go. Yeah, I think they are. I think they're, they're I don't know if they're the Redcliffe Dolphins or the Redcliffe Discards, to be honest. I know that sounds terrible. <laughs> Definitely um, not Redcliffe. We can't call them Redcliffe. So that's what we're calling them for the rest of the time okay. here on the show. Let's, it's Redcliffe. Let's call them. We'll call them the discards. Um, look, with all due respect, there are some good players in the team, I, I, in their roster. I, I don't think there's there's any great players. Uh, you know, their their halfback um, O'Sullivan. O'Sullivan. I like uh, him, but I like him. I like him as well, and I, and and a, he's another player that I thought probably I don't know what they're paying him there, and I don't really care. But I thought that another team might have had a bite at. At his availability, given what we know he can produce, um, so yeah, I, mate, there's not much to be said for the Dolphins this year until we see them like stadium. Through, I like the stadium. Yeah, until we see them go through the first six rounds, I can't get a I can't get a feel on them. I mean, even Coach Bennett has, hasn't even been showing up to games. I mean, <laughs> mate, they've got going on? the Roosters first week. It could be <laughs> a bloodbath. And I here's what? an interesting point: there's still tickets available. How the heck is there still tickets available to the Dolphins' first ever game? Can can you talk? Can you just talk me through? Give me thirty seconds on why Bennett wasn't showing up to games. Uh, He's a coach. Maybe he's the inaugural coach. Here's my theory: they're doing a Stan Sport documentary. He didn't want. He didn't want to be on it. Seriously, that's Uncle Benny. It's like, nah, I've had enough of you. You've been with me the whole. I'll praise this, and I'm having a weekend off. You better be with me for the rest of the time. So there you go. There's my theory. Uh, I just I, I don't get it. We have to go to the grand final tips. We've only got eight minutes left in the Zoom. We've zoomed yeah. through again. Who's in your grand final, Cox Smith? Um, mate, I think it's going to be South and Penrith. I've got Penrith and Melbourne. Melbourne mm-hmm. with the big run home. Right. And who's who's winning? Oh, mate, I, I think every year that, that they, when they get – you know, when they've had a lot of success, I think they get less and less a chance to win. I think Penrith do, but I think that'll be the end of the dynasty for a while. Yep. That's if all players are fit. I mean, yeah, yeah I know. That's, know all we got to, that's all we can, all we can base in on. a perfect world. So, um, yeah, that's, that's that's my thoughts on it. And that's not just me being a bit of a Penrith uh, hanger on. Um, I, I just look at their team and, you know, the only weakness that I see at the moment. Is the hooker? Uh, they do have a young guy that uh, a little bit probably like Brisbane, probably too young to to hang on this year. But I think he'll play moments. I forget his name. He played in a trial the other week. Um, Summerson. Is that him? Young guy, uh, real quick out of dummy half. Yeah, I think that's the key to think it off. I hadn't heard I, of him before he played that game. Um, no, neither, uh, neither. Look, I've got Penrith winning because they are the two-time defending premiers. They've got ice in their veins. Why can't I? They again. know how to win. They do, Put and that's way. why I'll go with them. Uh, so Penrith is from both of us. Uh, Dally M. Uh, Dally M this year will be. Let me think about it for ten seconds. Uh, Nathan Cleary this time. Same. I think he will run away with it this year. This is his award that he hasn't got yet, uh, yep. and he will run away with it. Top try scorer. Uh, top try scorer, man. I, c- I can never pick these, so I'm just going to go Johnson again. <laughs> I, I reckon he's going to go tied. I'm going with two. Uh, mm. I think if Tyo ends up on the left again, 
where he should be playing. Uh, mm-hmm. Now that Taylor May's out, I have a feeling Toto uh, scores an absolute boatload this year. And then okay. conversely, we're both saying Cleary's winning Dally M, probably plays most of the game. So I've got him as top, top, top point scorer as well. Rookie of the year, I'm not even going to ask it because we need to set actually some time aside for that. Uh, there is yep. a bunch of names out there. I will try and put something up on the website. Which that's what we should do on the next pod. Well, let's. Well, I, I get home. Just so you know, I get home on Wednesday next week. Yeah, but I'm in. Um, I'm in the territory for a week out of out okay. of range. So that's going to have to be after round one. We'll start looking at the rookies. Okay. At least then no we'll worries. know who's um in the mix. You you, you also mentioned on who's going to be fired this year. Yeah, <laughs> it's, we've got go four minutes that. left in the pod. Okay. Uh, give me your three, your three, two, one. Who's who's the third most likely to go? The second most likely to go, and who's going? The third most likely is Holbrook. The second most likely is O'Brien. And unfortunately for Anthony Griffin, I'm not sure he's going to see Easter. <laughs> no, he'll see Easter. I'm not sure he's going to. I'm not sure he's going to see first state of origin as okay. a coach. I can't disagree with those uh, options. I've got Holbrook in three. Uh, Griffin, though, in two, and I think uh, O'Brien's the first one. And I actually have oh. a little, little feeling like he might actually fall on his sword, which would be somewhat appropriate when he what, plays he what, plays Newcastle. What uh, what round? Give me what round. Oh, I haven't looked at their draw, but by round 10, he ain't there. There you go. I think and you think, as long as either unhappy he's playing six or he's injured and they've got no ability to score points, they can't tackle and things are just going badly for him. That's, how, that's just and, the gut feel with Newcastle for me. And you think Griffin is going to remain, or do you think he's a fair chance of going? He'll, as well? he'll outlast O'Brien. That's that's what I'll give you. Okay, okay, that's what I'll give you. Uh, finally, state of origin. Yep. I need a tip. Yep, and a reason why. Uh, New South Wales three zip because Tommy's got good hammies. Tommy and Mitchell both play. They play three games. We win three zip. There you go, Queenslanders. Stick that up, yeah. Uh, Two one yep. is my prediction because I just don't see how both of them play all three games. Yeah, they probably won't if they if they get to two nil. Um, you know, I, I'm not sure that that Freddie is going to have the power to pull you know Tommy in, in for another game that's virtually a dead rubber. Indeed, that's been not the Footy Show episode 281. It's a bumper season preview mm. for 2023. Yeah. You've got our one to 17s. You've got our grand finalists. We're both saying Penrith are going for the triple treat. First team since Parramatta in the early 80s going to be the Nathan Cleary show for 2023 is what we're believing but I do feel like the comp is fairly open last year it felt like I thought it was you know Penrith going to win it they're going to win it I think it's more open this year than it's it feels been. more sure. open and we've got a yep. few teams going back so we'd love to hear what your thoughts are about your top eight the team that's going to rise team that's going to fall if you watch on YouTube I hate saying it but apparently it works like or subscribe us that'd be great we'll have some cocksmith actually in the box Next episode, I promise uh, he'll be yep. uh, looking all pretty um, with his Nashville um, outfit. What's the what's the, uh, the the get up over there? Is it cowboy hats? What's the deal? Oh no, no full full rodeo gear, mate. I've got arseless chaps on at the moment. Um, <laughs> and a, isn't that uh, what a chap uh, is? Isn't it, isn't it already has no no rear end? I thought that's <laughs> well, the ones I have on rear end. We'll speak to you next time on the Footy Show. Hope you've enjoyed hearing us back and uh, yeah, let's bring on 2023. Take us out, Cogsmith. Pepsi. Not the show. Show? You've been sleeping over there. Pepsi.